Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a that button and now I'm gonna talk see now everybody got quiet as K-Dub fiddles around with his microphone yeah you... better microphone check cheeky check I guess there's the... no 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 better, better no it's still the same the fuck man I don't know I disabled that motherfucker they didn't have this problem when I was last on with this goddamn headset what headset are you using um my friend who works at the uh at GameStop, uh, manager, he went to his conference and he got a um, Titan or Triton head wired headset that he gave to me because huh. I took him to the airport. He didn't give you his PS4 or Xbox One. No, that motherfucker. <laughs> I deserved one of them for getting up as early as I had to. I can't Who's believe this? I can't believe they gave him both of them. I know. Who's this? My friend. I used to work at the theater with. Really? Yeah. Yeah, all the GameStop managers got Xbox Ones and PS4s. When when do they actually receive them? Probably, probably after they come yeah, out. Yeah, that, that's what he was thinking. Uh, that's, that's the way it usually worked. Like, the one manager conference I went to, I forget what we got, but it totally came way after it came out. So. Am I any better? You're the best. Around... <laughs> Nobody's gonna keep you there. No, it's Dude, it's about the same. It's, right? it's still the same. I think it's fine. I think we'll be fine. Alright. I mean yeah. it is what it is. It's Skype. It's not like we're a professional studio recording podcast. Well, this is indeed. I mean true. I'm thinking about starting a Kickstarter so we could build a studio. What do we need about twelve, thirteen G's? You don't have that laying around? I no. I you know, I had to go out and buy some new pants. Oh. And, you know, <laughs> that cost you 13000 You have no idea. These are the party pants. <laughs> Am I any better now? No, <laughs> not really. Son of a bitch. But anyway, this is episode 307 for the week of... Oh my, it's, it's September 30th. Which will make five, five episodes in September, but man, you're on that cusp. It's basically October. Tis October. Oh, <sighs> Starting tomorrow, today, as you're listening. Well, well tomorrow. Well, it's, listening on Monday, right? Yeah, Monday's the 30th. Yeah, so they're listening on October 1st. No, Monday's yeah. the 30th. The show goes live what? on Monday. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> We're breaking the 16th oh, wall man. here. I thought today was the... Oh, fucking hell. I'm not awake yet. Sorry. Nope. Nope. Today is the 29th. Oh, I broke the fourth wall. Yeah, you did. I'm just broke. Broken like a man. Yeah. 
this is an intimate uh, podcast. I haven't done one of these as Justin was, you know, lamenting before we began recording that we haven't recorded this much intimacy in like three years. Oh, I thought it was longer than three years. I'm just it. It is. Okay. It's probably like five. Yeah, that sounds about right. So, yeah. but I have Jason Games Cons with us. Greetings, programs. Proggies. Yeah, proggies. And then uh, we have KD Liberty Commerce. I don't know how to respond to that. I had a, I had a welcome greeting all set up, and then I didn't expect that. So that, that was fantastic. Can you say that again? Introduce me again. I don't even remember what I said. I just Aww. made up some syllables. Well, that was fantastic. Some syllabus. <laughs> Some Cinnabon. Ooh, that sounds good. It does sound good. You know what sounds good? Going to Taco Bell and uh, trying to win a PlayStation 4. You know what sounds even better? Let me, let me trump you on that one, Jason. Okay. Going out, buying a shit ton of Mountain Dew, and trying to win an Xbox One. Oh, the fanboy wars oh, have begun. Snap. Or, if you got two people with a lot of money, one of them could go to Taco Bell and one of them could go pick up the Mountain Dews and have a Taco Bell Mountain Dew party. Dude, Ooh, my, that, that'd be a weird party. I don't have enough toilet paper for that party. Right. <laughs> or enough toilets. That's true. I, I only have one bathroom in my new place, so... <sighs> yeah, I figured that, like, between, like, all, like, a whole bunch of, you know... You know, winning in like maybe not winning entries, but between all the entries of both places, uh, w- the odds are we we still probably won't win. No, you, just, you're not going to win. Uh, but there's a winner every 15 minutes. What's the Xbox one? What is that like every day or every minute? Uh, what it is is um it doesn't start until uh, Monday. Okay, uh, where you can um. You you get uh, buy specially marked uh, Mountain Dew p- products and um, like Doritos. It's on the it's marked on the packaging, and you get a code. And you go to um, I forget what the website is, um, but you enter your, your code, and you, you you just you just enter your codes, and you can you know raffle. I think they're a hundred points for each. Uh, code it's just like the, it's just it's like a raffle did, it's just like they did with the 360 like you can put so many codes into the raffle and then every so many minutes they pick another winner yeah yeah that's what it is i think though uh it's this one's more of a raffle if i remember correctly because i just looked at it for like two minutes because it hasn't started yet and you you get so many points you put in you can raffle for like other prizes too i i think mm. i think i i think you can start putting your stuff in uh, like i said tomorrow but i don't think the raffles until november 5th huh. so. I think there's only one winner, to be completely honest. No, they're giving them away so many per minute or something like that. I oh, can't, oh I, yeah, that's right. Because yeah, that's, that's, that makes sense, because I think uh, the website's like every2minutes.com or something like that. So. Yeah, it's just like it was back on the 360s. Oh, okay, so it's the exact same promotion? Yeah, it was similar, fairly similar. Okay. Now, I'm going to try it. I didn't know it uh, started, to be honest, or uh, they started putting those products out. Which is crazy because so many people listen to this don't even remember the last time we had console launches. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the uh, 
the 360 had a humongous um, promotion by uh, Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's it's always been Mountain Dew. And the funny thing is, yeah. is this podcast started after. Yeah, the three we started during the uh, the eminent Wii launch. We in PS3, we yeah. The yep. uh, we actually started that, uh, I believe September, August or September before PS3 and Nintendo Wii came out. Yeah. Which you know we've been doing this show so long, and we haven't we have not we've not been in a professional position to cover a system launch. Like we had yeah. just gotten that show off the ground, and it was kind of me. You know, four guys sitting around a table with a terrible microphone. One microphone. Yeah, one. One <laughs> microphone. Yep. <laughs> so this uh, this will definitely be different this yeah. time around. Yeah, it should be interesting. It should be fun. I'm excited. It's less than two months away. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, it's hard to believe that it's, it's less than two months. Um, I'm wondering if... Um, I'm wondering if any of the any stores, whether it be GameStop or anybody else, uh, is going to actually get the systems maybe a couple weeks earlier for demo. Well, um, Xbox, demos. Xbox is pushing out a tour, and I think they're going to start putting them in stores, but I don't know what stores. Um, but yeah. I don't. I'd almost guarantee that they'll be in GameStops. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering like when like like on the timetable like it uh, I mean, I know it probably definitely wouldn't be a whole month away. It'd be it'd be less than that. Probably at, at you know, at the most the, the generous be probably 3 weeks before launch, but it'd probably be more than likely uh less than 2 to a week before launch before they actually get the the system a demo system and hook it up. I am not touching any of them. Yeah. I have gone this long without holding either controller or seeing either system that it's going to be totally, totally, you know, brand new to me on the day when I get those things. Yeah. Unless, of course, I get them early and then I will touch them a lot. (laughs) (laughs) A lot. A whole lot. I will rub myself all over those machines. Gives the new de- or gives the appropriate definition of fondling. Oh yeah, I'll be fondling that heavy. Yes. <laughs> There'll be lots of fondling going on. Yep. Then. Those analog sticks have no idea what's coming to them. I'll click them real good. <laughs> yep. I, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to. I mean, I, I read a description uh, talking about the the PlayStation Four controller. Um, I read a an article that talked about how it was very similar to the uh, the Logitech controller for PS2, which was actually a really good controller that I, I actually owned uh, back in the day. I, I might still own it today, but uh, it, it had like a heft to it. It, it, was, it was a much heavier than the uh, regular DualShock back then, and uh, it felt really good. And I heard that PlayStation Four is like almost like, like in the hands when you're feeling it, it's almost like a spiritual successor in a way. The article said, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. It, I mean, it in terms of dynamics, it's roughly about the same size as the uh, DualShock, but I mean, it's going to have some a little bit more heft to it, I I guess. So. Uh, the, 
I, I'll welcome that. I think I think that'd be pretty cool. Now, I officially paid off both machines on Thursday. I still have about a third, about a third of it to pay off. I get to pay full price when it comes out because I'll get it for Amazon. Yeah, that's totally like that didn't happen last time around. Like that wasn't nearly a big thing back then. Yeah. It was, uh, you gotta go to this, cause I remember I went with a friend of mine to like store hopping at midnight trying to get him one. <laughs> I remember that, Andy. Yeah, and it was, yep. it was crazy, man. Like I was sick as a dog. I was, the only thing I was buying in between stores was, uh, NyQuil and Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the good thing is you found one, right? No, he didn't find one. Oh, I thought he found one. That no, day. I, I went and picked mine up in the morning after I'd been out all night, so. Right, well, I, I, I had to. Uh, I went because they did a, the the what was it, the midnight or was it the early opening? I think it was, it was the early, early opening. Yeah, it was early opening because if it was midnight, I wouldn't have went with him. I'd have been like, ah, no. Right. Well, uh, we did a. When I was working at GameStop at the time, and we did early opening, which I wasn't working for, thankfully. So we went and picked ours up, um, and then got home. And you had to work too, didn't you? Can or did you I got. Work? I actually got the the day off because I had went in, and he said, "No, we don't need." You don't have to work today, and I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah." Right. Okay. So you were fine, and then we played for a few hours or whatever, and just you know tried out the new stuff, and then I had to go in and work for the the rest of the day to help with the launch. And it was a it was a long day. It was eight years ago. I earned my first achievement. Yep. And it took seven years for me to not care about right. achievements, <laughs> <laughs> which is insanity, and I I don't know. But yeah, it's it's getting exciting. It's getting close. Yes. Uh, but we got to tie ourselves over till then. So we're going to talk and see what everybody has been fondling this week. We'll start with Jason. Hey yo. Hey. Let's see here. Bah! Bah! Uh, this this past week, uh, I only I only played a couple couple games. Um. I think Fondling's going to be light this week because I played one new game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much same here. Um, played a little bit of Animal Crossing, and uh, this is from returning from a, a long hiatus. And uh, did you have a lot of weeds? Yeah, Animal Crossing's kind of a sucky game to come back to if you haven't played it in a long time. It was kind of like cause... coming back to Seaman and his tank was all, like, nasty. And he was pissed because you hadn't been there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like you have to, yeah, you, you do have to pull all the we- the weeds in the town. This is and, dumb. And after you do that, every everybody's pissed off at you. All... <laughs> All the animals are like, where have you been? I've been lost without you. Or where have you been? I, I, I thought you I thought you hated us or, or something. I'm starting to, you little furry bastard. Yeah. The thing is, the characters in Animal Crossing, a lot of them are assholes. Well, then. Yeah, they really are. But uh, yeah, it's a nice, charming game. If you're if you're on all of their good sides, I guess it's a nice, charming game full of a holes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and they get so emotional. It's like it, it, they'll ask you a question like, "Can you do me this favor?" 
And the two answers are yes, absolutely, or no, I'll never do anything for you. So it's like you either say yes, and then they expect you to do stuff for them all the time, or you say no, and they'll be like, I hate you, and they run off crying or something. I they don't totally, know. There totally needs to be a third option that says, can't you do anything for yourself? Yeah, right. no kidding. Yeah. Join the workforce or something. I don't yeah. know. What are you complaining I'm not around for? Yeah. Am I supposed to hold your hand? Yeah. It's, it's, it's silly, but it's charming in its own demented way. I guess. So I uh, played a little bit of that. Um, and the other game that I played, uh, which wasn't really the full version, it was uh, a demo on the 3DS. I played the demo for Etrian Odyssey Untold The Millennium Girl. That is a long title. Right. Yeah. We've already got a review up on the site for that game, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, it was a it was a good review. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence about this game. For one, I love the Etrian Odyssey series. I think it's really cool. It's like it's like retro, but at the same time, you know, with modern day, you know, touches to it. Um, but what this game actually is is that it, 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 it's a remake of the very first Etrian Odyssey, which came out like something like five, six years ago, about probably maybe about, yeah, about five years ago, I think. Cause I, I think, uh, might've been six. It was either five or six years ago. I remember talking about it when it first came out on our podcast and, um, it's a remake and um tell you the truth, it's like the reason why I'm on the fence about it is that it's it's a remake, but they added a story um story mode el- and story elements to the game, which I do think add to the game i, I think I think it adds more personality to the game i it, I think the voices the voices that they added to the to the like the like when you're playing it, it adds to the experience. I think it's really cool. Um, and of course, the overall gameplay of, you know, uh, the first person dungeon, ju- dungeon crawling, uh, the battle system, how it's like, feels like old school, like an old school PC, like wizardry battle system, and how you actually have to, uh, or you, you, you can, you actually have an option in this game to either, uh, auto map, all the maps, or you could physically, you could physically uh, draw the maps yourself on the bottom screen. And and I always, I'll choose to draw the bottom map because in my in my opinion, that's that's a part of the charm of the game is kind of like to, like harken back to the old days where you would like before they would have like maps and all the magazines and stuff like that, where you ha- actually had to make your own map using like graph paper and stuff like that. And I was really uh, I was kind of obsessed with the idea of maps when I was a younger child. Um, so I would always pick 
you know, the option or, well, it's actually default to where you actually, uh, draw the maps. But, uh, anyway, um, um, the, the only reason why I'm on the fence about the game is we've had, we, we had Ex- Etrian Odyssey four, the fourth game, uh, only, only six, only six months ago. And I still have yet to return to it. Um, and it's almost like too, too much too soon. Um, and on top of that, it's a remake of, of a game that I already own. But at the same time, it's, it's like a, outside of story mode, if you, if you do the traditional classic mode, it's basically like a, like a slight, slight better version of the game. It's, I would almost, I would almost compare it to if this game came out simultaneously for 3DS and DS, that like the DS version was like a slight downport from, uh, from the 3DS version, uh, back, like almost back in the days of like, uh, when they would co- release the same game for like Genesis and Super Nintendo, St- something like that. It, it, it's it's enough to notice, definitely. Um, and I will say this: the 3D in Etrian Odyssey Untold is really awesome. Uh, it's it's at least as good as uh, Etrian Odyssey Four, which uh, which I thought was pretty decent. Um, the menus literally like pop out of the screen when you when you're playing the game and and it seems like the the the, the, the enemies are more three-dimensional and the menus are almost like hovering above the screens and it just it 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 adds to the presentation I think I really like the 3d and Etrian Odyssey untold um, and the uh, another thing that I'm on the fence about is uh, the music of the game. Which the music is awesome. I mean, it, there's not that many tracks in the game, but uh, the music is from one of my favorite um, Japanese music composers, uh, uh, Yazu Kashiro. And uh, in this game, they reworked and redone the music soundtrack. However, the original version I really liked because it had this like synthesizer feel and it kind of had this eighties, like eighties vibe to it. It had a, the, the sound I would probably say felt very similar to like a Sega Genesis sound of music. Uh, but the new music is, uh, done instrumentally. However, the style of music I kind of I kind of disagree with. Um, it's done in a jazz type of like not not like the not like the exciting jazz where it's like really fast, but it's like it, it almost sounds like the type of jazz that you would you would see like a couple dudes performing and like. Starbucks or something, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty good. They're selling music CDs, you know, but at the same time, it's the type of music that you would listen to when you're like sipping a tea 
you know, in the late evening and you're just, whoa, mellow, you know, you feel like you want to talk about something really deep, you know, and that's what the music in Etrianasi Untold sounds like. It, it, it sounds like, a, you know, like a, a coffee or a, or maybe even a tea sipping like jazz, you know, music going on in the background and it's like, you're fighting monsters, but yeah, let's listen to this jazz music that we're listening to. I was sipping our coffee right here. Yeah. And I, I kind of nodded off there for a second. Did uh, this podcast just turn into something sexual? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just giving my imp- impersonation of the... Uh, the, the new music in Etrian Odyssey. I felt like I woke up and we were on like late night with Gambus Khan. Yes. They talk about the sensual sounds of booty. Yes, the sensual, the sensuous sounds. But the what? Of Yazu Kashiro. Sensuous? Yeah, I was wondering what a sensuous was. Is that like, is that that cartoon, the Centaurians from back in the day? That's the cartoon with the, uh... The centaurs, hence the name. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that's my imp- impressions of Etrian Odyssey. I thought you were going to say your impersonation. That would have been... My impersonation. Awesome! Oh. Uh, here's my impersonation of Etrian Odyssey. Hey, baby. Take off your pants. Aw, oh, I did my impersonation. <laughs> Of of your what what happened? I was you said here's the impersonation of Etrian Odyssey and I was snoring. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. I was too busy doing something else. Uh, cool. Yeah. Hey, there's <laughs> no, there's no reason to insinuate things here. Oh, okay. Because it's happening. I don't I don't deny it. It's happening. Take your pants off. <laughs> Take them off. Oh yeah! <laughs> Open your mouth, baby. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> oh jeez! Excuse me. Yeah. So, are you play? Did you play anything else? Uh, that was it, actually. Besides the century sounds of Etrian Odyssey. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> and the uh, the. Screw you, welcome back party of uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, Animal Crossing. Let's break their kneecaps. Open your, I'll take open care your, of that. Open your gates and we'll send in key double d double door. Yep. I'll take care of that for you. Really. I'm sorry, but if that's your gangster name, I'm not afraid of you. Well, that's to give you, a, it lulls you into a false sense of, you know. Security. Yeah. Did you see somebody come out like you didn't pay your two points on this loan? Kibadabadibadib was coming after you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And by the time your brain comprehends that name, you're already broken. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Come on, break me. <laughs> uh. So you, you play anything this week? Uh, the next game I'll probably get. Um, I don't know if I'll be getting it. When it comes out, will be uh, Wind Waker HD. I played that, and then after that, uh, gearing up for the uh, the double release of a uh, Pokemon X and Y. 
going to purchase both of them and Pokemon. play one of them and then have uh, my wife play the other one. <laughs> Woman, get in the kitchen and play Pokemon. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna give her Listen the choice. I'm going to be like... I'm yeah, gonna you like, can either get in the kitchen or play Pokemon. Is that your choice? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the choice right there. Oh, it just gives oh. me a hard time. Because, see, the truth is is that she gives him the choice. Right. Do you do you want to go in the kitchen, Jason, or do you want to play Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dear. Oh, that's funny. It's just the way you said it. It was funny. It's just like, <laughs> I'm going to get my wife to play the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Sit down and farm me some Pokemon, woman's. <laughs> You gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. And if I ain't caught them all by the time I come back, I'm gonna be angry. <laughs> Don't give me no Professor Oakness, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear no excuses. You don't have them all by the time I get back. You don't get a sandwich. Team Rocket's gonna shove a rocket up your ass if you don't get it. Yeah. Pokemon, catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, okay, so we're gearing up for Pokemon. All right, so I guess I'll talk to KWDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDDD
Oh the, yeah, the, the cut seats are cut scenes are incredible. Man, the centuries of the cut seats are killing me. Yeah, the cut seats. Ah! <laughs> Don't sit down. Stab you in the butt. Stand up the whole time. I have no idea what's going on anymore. It's okay. It's it's fine. Yeah. Did you play anything besides Diablo? No, man. That was oh, it. Oh, yeah. I, I have had no time in the past couple weeks. So, that that's it. I mean, I can talk about my character. Did You didn't play Cookie Clicker? Uh, what? Everybody's playing Cookie Clicker. What the fuck? Jason didn't play Cookie Clicker? What the I, hell's Cookie Clicker? I just see people tweeting about Cookie Clicker. Like, all you do is click and you make cookies. Yeah, that sounds like fucking fun. Everybody's doing it. Well, they're not cool. <laughs> so all I the cool kids aren't playing Cookie Clicker. I didn't. I didn't play Cookie Clicker. I'm sorry. See, Jason didn't play it either. So we're three cool guys. We I don't play Cookie I, Clicker. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I'm just telling you. A lot of people are playing Cookie Clicker. So, yeah, what them. kind of character do you have, Justin? Chocolate uh, I'll chip. Get to that in a second. Uh, <laughs> if you're really cool. You'd actually make cookies because you can actually eat them and they're fantastic instead of clicking mm. a mouse or a controller to make cookies. What kind of fucking shit is that? You yeah. See, you just ruined everything. He asked you what kind of character you had and I said yeah. chocolate chip. Oh, I got Okay. Uh, 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 you got to be quicker, Ken. Usually you're snap on it, man. I you... was snap on it, but you opened your big mouth and it drowned me out. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this is coming from the guy who says that I never talk on this show. What the fuck? Yeah, well. That was the time you weren't supposed to talk. How I, all right, I need this in my contract. I need to replace uh, it. I need to we, send that over. Wait, we have contracts? Isn't that what you sent me? I didn't open it. D- no, that's not what I sent you. Oh, shit. Maybe I shouldn't have thrown it away. Probably not. Oh, well. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Oh, speaking of sending me, that, that Venom thing was uh, fantastic. I figured you'd enjoy that. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm sure you did. Twice. That, that's gross. <laughs> Uh, anywho, my character's a monk. He's got a big old beard. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Jeez. Leave me alone. <laughs> big, bushy beard. That, that's his trait. Is yes. that he has a beard. Yeah. I thought like monks a... were like full-on bald or whatever. Oh, he is. He's got no hair on But I mean head. on his face, period. Uh, trying to remember if that's the way he started. I mean, that makes it easier to, you know, zip through the wind and kick a lot of ace. Ace. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like swimmers shave their body hair? Same principle. Right, right. No, I mean, I got I, I got you. I'm, I'm there. Uh, I don't remember if he started off bald. Because, you know, maybe as prog- as he progressed through his journey, he... he, he uh, you sure you can't equip a beard of dexterity? Uh, I have not <laughs> run into that yet. Plus five beard of insanity? It's like the little clip-on beards. Yeah, it's just a clip-on beard, but it gives you like plus five in your armor. One's got a Chuck Norris fist coming out of it. It gives you an extra 5% chance of dropping epic loot. And having a beard also gives you extra wisdom. It also gives you an extra place to store, you know, corn pops. Chuck Norris's fist. I don't. It has I don't a want Chuck a... Norris fist in there. It gives you plus 100 million damage. I don't want another man's fist in my beard. You don't want not even if it's Chuck Norris's fist. No, especially not if it's Chuck Norris's fist. Why? Well, he'll knock out your enemies. He'll knock out my teeth too. That'll be kind of hard to do. His wrist is going to have to bend in like weird ways. To do no, that. it'll just be the it'll just be the you know the inertia. 
from the oh, punch. Oh, the, the impact when he punches someone else? Yeah, it just knocked my teeth right out. I don't, I'm not down with that. I'm not down for having no teeth. I like meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to eat meat when you ain't got no teeth. <laughs> you can just have Chuck Norris just pound it into oblivion and you can swallow it, that, you know, like liquid. Drink it through a straw? I don't think I want a ham, <laughs> a ham shake. <laughs> ham shakes don't do you? No, it's, that's yeah. gross. Yeah, I can't even imagine the color that would be. That would just, ugh. Ugh. Yeah, we've gone down a bad road. That's, we've gone down a fun road. This started with beards, ended with ham shakes. It sounds like a good day. <laughs> I think it, I think a ham shake would take off in Japan. Probably. Uh, Put some wasabi peas in there for flavor and color. Oh, yeah. Gross. Put it on the side. Yeah, Nasty. Do you, do you put the bread in there, too? Like, if you make a ham shake, do you put the bread, like the bun in there, too? Or is it, uh, or is it now, just now the beef? Now we're getting ridiculous. I mean, you could put lettuce and tomato and cheese in there and, you know, squirt some mayonnaise all up in there. I'm going <laughs> to throw up if this goes any further. Just blend it up, put it in the cup, suck it up with one of those big Oreo straws. Are oh, you trying yeah. to get the first throw up on this show? <laughs> trying to get you to Ralph over here? Because <laughs> that's going to happen. I'm just saying. Anywho, uh, I have some kind of like, I don't know. Brass knuckle kind of deal as a weapon. Oh, you have a brass knuckle. Does it say well, Does it say P I M P one for each finger? It do, no. It says bad motherfucker on that's, it. That's that's a know. lot of fingers. <laughs> B M F man, B M F. Well, then you're missing a finger. What the shit? <laughs> it's in the middle of the. Shut up. God <laughs> damn it! I have but no, that's the first really weapon that I found that was made for the monk because everything else has been like a sword or something. So I find I stuff kind of all the time. I, I found that one and one other, and that that was it. So go buy them from the dude. Eh, I don't waste my money. Why you don't need it? What my money? Yeah, like the I don't use gold in that game like at all. I use it just to to uh, repair my shit. Yeah, look how much you got left. I don't have a lot. I have only like eight thousand. I don't know where my money went. Oh, I I do. <laughs> I was stupid and I went to sell some stuff. I hit buy instead. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, like I, I don't. I don't spend any money in that game. Like I repair my stuff, and it costs like what, like four dollars. Yeah, it's really cheap. And I've got like sixty thousand gold. Wow. Oh. So, well, yeah. I thought I, I had that much or something equivalent to that, and like I said, I I thought I was selling, and I just pounded that A button like crazy, and I bought like five different weapons. I'm like, oh, what the fuck. So that's what happens. I just wasn't paying attention. So. Well, that, that was that beard that got in the way. Yeah, man. I was just looking at it like, God damn, that's a good beard. That is like, a good I beard. Throw that. Yeah, it would take you like a century. It, I, dude, it would never take it. I could start trying to grow that thing at age like ten, and I would go all the way to my deathbed, and I still wouldn't have a beard. I'll dig you up fifty years after you die and see if you got a beard by then. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because hair continues to grow. Hair and fingernails. Yep. Uh, but I don't think it's going to... Yeah, I don't think you're going to have a face left after 50 years. I don't know. I don't know the decomposition rate of a dead body. Well, you need to figure <laughs> out some kind of technology to like keep me from decomposing, yet continue to grow hair. I don't know if that technology has existed yet. Well, that's what I'm saying. You need to come up with that technology. If I could come up with that technology, I wouldn't be sitting in an apartment complex. Cheerleaders. What? Sorry. Are you watching football? I am. Oh, okay. I was like, what? Yay, cheerleaders! Wow, that's that's a total left turn. 
I know, right? Yeah, that's how I roll. Apparently, when you think you're going right, I turn left. You might want to get your alignment checked if you're kind of, you know, veering to the left. <laughs> Towards cheerleaders? No, I, I mean, just in right general. Path. I think I'm going down the straight path, son. I'm just saying. If you got the um, other, that's what, what else I, can I tell you about my character? He clicks cookies? No. No, he does not click cookies. That bitch. And that could be take. That could be dirty, though. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? What's the character's name? Monk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that would have been more original than I just kept it. Whatever they recommended. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. It's like I don't know something weird or something. Something you can't pronounce. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened. Like he's looking at it and he's like, I can't say that. So I'm just gonna say I don't know. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I, I don't even, honestly, I don't even remember what it started with, what letter. I don't know. I don't even care. Z. It probably is. Or X. It, it, <laughs> that's probably the third letter. Z O X. Zox? Zox. <laughs> I, I think I can pronounce Zox. I don't know. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> the X is silent. The O is silent. There you go. How do you pronounce that? <laughs> <The O. laughs> <laughs> Apparently, with the O being silent, the X makes a weird cow-like sound. It does. <laughs> you don't know your, you know, mnemonic devices. This is true. Which no. is not what that is. No, not but anyway, at all. Who cares? We'll just roll with it and it say it is. Sounds right. It does. It sounds intelligent. <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. I can but now. Yeah, that, I can now make it through the week with that. With with with, with you boosted you boosted my self confidence enough for the week. Oh, good. I can good. make it through life for another week. Good. Good. That's good. I'm glad I can help. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. That that's it, man. That that's it. Rock I on got, with your bad self. I got I got nothing. I got nothing else. So uh, this week, I, I probably won't play anything this week. If wow, okay. I really don't think I'm going to have time. I'm the uh, I'm approaching the final two weeks of uh, my classes. The final I, countdown. Got final papers and a final exam. So. Uh, and the final frontier. Space. It's it's what's for dinner. What? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I don't, I don't even know at this point. Yeah, I feel weird. I think we went down this uh, the five years ago when it was just us three and four. You know, down this weird path. But I feel so right. It's so wrong. Yeah. Something's so, going on. Something's, uh, yeah. I don't even know what's going on. I don't. I don't either. Anyway, I'll talk about some games. I played a lot of GTA. From a man who said he wasn't going to play GTA. Hey, that should speak something about that game. I uh, you know I've seen every uh, everyone say good things about it and people talking about it at work. I'm like, oh man, I really want to buy this and play it, but I don't have time. And by the time I have time, I'll be playing my Xbox One. You don't think you're gonna have time to play games until November twenty second? Uh, a lot of it. Like I only play like a couple hours of Diablo, and that game's super long. I haven't touched Saints Row since I was you know like in a month, and that's you know relatively long. I, I can't afford three long games and not only playing them two hours a night. I have... Or a week, rather. I have 20 hours in GTA 5 already. It's really good. Like, it's... I just... 
I keep finding everything in that game interesting to do. And it's not broken like I felt like the last one was. And you're going to make me go buy this today. It's really good. It's It really, really is good. And I, I know that GTA Online drops on Tuesday. Yeah, which is another reason why I want to go pick it up. I want to know what that is because I want to know if I care. It's like oh. if, if I can just hop in and play some co-op with some people or just run around the world with some people, I might be pseudo-interested. But, like, the world itself is fun enough by myself that I, I don't want to do competitive multiplayer because free aim shooting in that game is kind of garbage. Well, it's always been kind of garbage. Yeah, and, like, I prefer to be able to lock on to people, and I know you're not going to do that in a competitive multiplayer game. No. So, if it's just that, then no, I don't care. No, I don't think it's just competitive. I don't remember... Uh, me and John uh, did the, the new show a few weeks ago saying what it has. I forget what it does, but I know it has, like, 500 submissions. That I'm all for it because if they're as interesting as the ones in the game are, because like even the it's it's sometimes it's hard to decipher the side quests from the story quests in the main game because they're both so much fun. Mm. Like you do so much weird stuff in that game and it all works well and it's all fun and it's not frustrating and I love the little touches that I had to do. Like for example, the one of the missions I had to do recently, I had to. You know, get a getaway car and park it somewhere specific, and then during the mission, I had to go get that getaway car and destroy the car that I had with me, which was just sounds stupid, but it was totally cool to do. And I shot down an airplane, <laughs> and that was awesome. Uh, I hear you. It's pretty much you can do like uh, someone was talking out at work saying you uh, you can buy a um. Insurance for your vehicle? There's something about that in the online, but I don't know what it means. Probably that it's it's the car that you own, and if the insurance on it means that if you wreck it, it just repairs itself. Right, right. Which, I don't know, that's not in the main game. In the main game, if your car gets tore up, then you have to go um, just get it repaired. Which oh. I, n- I never do. It just randomly reappears near me whenever I switch characters. So I don't ever spend money on cars or upgrades or anything like that. I just steal somebody else's car. I got you. I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto. That's what I'm going to do. Right. You know, I'm just saying it's just, you know, it sounds like it's got, like, little things that make the, you know, add to the game, stuff like that. Well, there's tons of little things in the game, like putting my top down on my car or turning the high beams on and making people wreck on the highway. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> You're such a dick. I am, but it's so funny. like I walked out. Um, I forget. Like last night, I booted up the game, and like then I had to go in the living room to do something, and I came back because usually it'll just boot you where you saved, and you're just kind of standing there on the sidewalk. So I did that, and I left, and I came back in here while after it loaded, and I noticed my dude was on the ground getting his butt kicked by some guy in the middle of the highway, and I have no idea what happened. You're when you booted your game, your dude was being. No, 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 no. Oh. Like, it happened while I was gone. Like, when I left the room, because I, I booted the game up, and it was, yeah. it was loading, and then I left the room, and then I came back in here, and I saw my dude on the ground getting pummeled <laughs> by somebody in a car. He just got out of his car and beat the crap out of me, and it ended up costing me five grand. <laughs> I had to go fun. back to the hospital. <laughs> but it's Dude, a that's li- awesome. Yeah, it's the little things like that in the game that are just really, really cool. Well, I want to know what you did to piss someone off to get over and uh, you know and just beat the shit out of you. I'd like to know too, but I I didn't get to see the, you know, the lead up to that particular ass beating. Were you in a shady part of town? No, I was on the highway. 
I, I apparently had saved while I was driving down the highway, and I come back, and he's just standing there getting the crap beat out of him. <laughs> I stole Dude, somebody. I stole somebody's gold tooth the other day. I'm sorry. <laughs> you uh, you stole a tooth. Yeah. I mean, you had to beat him up and steal it. Yeah, I, I I kicked his butt in a club, and then his tooth fell out, and I took it. <laughs> <laughs> How much money did you get for it? It was for a mission. Oh, oh! So someone needed a somebody wanted that tooth. So <laughs> okay, yeah. Like I said, that game's pretty awesome. Uh, now, I, before you continue, what, has anyone said anything about next gen Grand no. Theft Auto? No. God, so I'm going to need to pick this up because there's probably not going to be one. I don't know if there's going to or not going to be one. Even if there is, it's probably going to be a year to a year and a half out. Um, my guess is that they'll do a PC version sometime next year. And then maybe do like a... Because um, I'm sure they're going to do DLC or something. Right, and then do one next gen with all the DLC or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I was. I was, the, I was. That was a preemptive. I was getting ready to sneeze. Oh, so I had to mute the mic really quick. Yeah, mute. Oh, pew. Ah, uh, so I should probably go buy this game when I have time. Then. I totally would because, like, th- like I said last week on the show, this is the game that I am going to play until I get my new machines. And like I said, I've played twenty hours of it already. I think I'm forty-six percent complete, uh, and I'm not done. You know, I'm not tired of it yet. So, well, it, again, like I said, though, I already have Saints Row and Diablo. Those games are super long. So, I mean, I, I, do I need to add a third game that's super long? I don't. I don't know how to answer that because I've completed Saints Row Four. Yeah, and Saints Row Four was like, here's a. I really enjoyed Saints Row Four. It was about fifteen, maybe sixteen hours that I spent, and then I was done, and I didn't want to play it anymore. So, well, what about? Uh, well, you played Diablo on, on the PC. No, no, I never did. Oh, I thought you played it on the PC. No, and I will continue to play Diablo. But Diablo is the game that I will play with other people when I get a chance. Oh, well, which I would like to know when I would get that chance, but I don't know. It's it's just a matter of finding time to play it with other people. But that's the game I'll play multiplayer. GTA has totally been my single player game. You know. Okay. So, as far as Saints Row goes, I blasted through that super fast because it's such a fun game to play, and then I was just done. Okay. So. Well, uh, well, ah, shit. All right, go on, continue. Continue to sell me on this game. I, I don't have anything else to say. Like, I've played just tons of it, and I think it's totally great, and I have not liked that series since 3. So. I don't know. I really, really like the characters, too. No, I, I hear that uh, the way that works is you sw- you can switch between the four, three, three. Sorry, three. yeah, you can switch. Um, they, each character has certain missions. Some of them doing missions together. Hmm. So, but yeah, you can switch to them on the fly just by holding down on the D pad and then moving the right analog stick to their position. Do you have to switch between them? If you in want to mission- put, not in a mission, you don't have to, but it it's beneficial. Like for example, if you're doing a three person mission. Um, one of them may be stationed up high, one of them may be stationed on the ground, and one of them may be stationed at, like, a gun turret or something like that. That's just an example. 
and enemies coming at you from one side or the other side, or you've got to switch to get a better angle. You don't have to, but it totally helps. Okay. And it's really simple, so it's not like it's cumbersome to do. Right. No, I was just curious. So, but yeah, it's. I don't mind switching between the characters, and I like the dynamic in the missions. So, like, hey, we're doing this mission where one guy's got to park a car here, the other guy's got to go up on the roof, and the other guy's got to go do this, and then you switch between them and do the cool parts of that mission, and then switch back. So, it's pretty cool. Uh, there's a lot of dynamics to the heists. The heists have been the highlights of that game. So. Ah, hmm. uh, but anyway, um... <clears throat> I have not played much else. The only other thing I played this week is I'm playing Scribblenauts Unmasked for the Wii U. Uh, How is that? The DC Universe crossover game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that was the one I saw a commercial for. I was going to ask you about, but uh, I think that was the one. I love DC Comics. But I like the idea of Scribblenauts. But but I don't think I like playing Scribblenauts. And I'm just being completely honest here. um, Have you ever played a Scribblenauts? I never have. I never have, but I uh, know what it's about, and I've heard a lot of people say they like it. It's a really cool idea. Like, you just, you play, and then you type in words, or they've got adjectives now to where you can add an adjective to a character, and you type in the stuff and you bring in items to be creative and imaginative to solve the puzzles in front of you. Um, what I don't care so much for is that I feel like I'm playing a trial and error game. Um, just to kind of give an example, the first thing you run into in Scribblenauts Unmasked is Batman fighting Deathstroke. <clears throat> uh, and it's really cool because like you're just standing there and it's like the character you are is like this kid that's trapped himself inside of Gotham City and he's getting to see his hero uh, and the objective is you've got to give Batman an adjective to make him be able to beat Deathstroke or you have to give him an item uh, so I just started you know toying around with it like I typed in, I typed in Robin you know maybe Robin will come and help him and they'll be able to beat him together and Robin pops out and he goes Robin is, no, is of no use here and then he disappeared and I'm like, okay. Uh, so then I said, well, he's fighting Deathstroke. Maybe if I give Batman body armor. So I put the body armor on Batman. Nothing happened. So then I'm like, okay. Hmm. It's like, why don't you give Batman an adjective? I'm like, okay. Um, how about powerful? <laughs> Puzzle solved. Powerful? Yeah, okay. I, I just typed in Batman is powerful. Or, you know, the adjective of Batman was he was powerful. And Deathstroke's like, oh my god, how'd you do that? And then he ran away. <laughs> and, and you know that's and that's neat because you can you can pretty much type in anything you want and it will appear. The question is whether or not it's any of any use. And I feel like I'm just trial and erring, uh, trying to figure out what will solve the puzzle. Now, the other side of that is the DC fan inside of me is like giddy with excitement when you scroll through the uh, the uh, encyclopedia of characters within the game. Um, it's ridiculous. You type in Batman, and there's like 30 different Batman in there. Um, down to the most obscure characters. 
like characters I've never even heard of are in this game, and you can type them in, and they just appear. Uh, most of them are pretty useless, as is to be the case with most DC's, you know, low tier heroes. Um, it's just neat to be in there. It's it's more like it's more like a fan service thing with me because the game itself I didn't really enjoy that much. And I don't think it's a bad game. I think that some people really would enjoy that kind of game. But I'm just not a big fan of, hey, here's a situation, come up with something that's going to solve it. Uh, Even though it does give you different points, like if I'd have given Batman a better adjective for that particular case, which I'm sure there's a quote-unquote right answer, you get more points. So, I don't know. It's not a bad game. I think it's a good game. I just think, me personally, I don't care for the trial and error of just typing in words to see what works and what doesn't. Right. It's not really that interesting of a mechanic to me, and that's pretty much all it is. I mean, you can walk around with Maxwell. You can attack by, like, tapping the Y button. Um, Again, the Wii U... (sighs) That bottom screen is cool and novel, but, dude, I never looked up at the TV... Because you're constantly typing words, and the words are being typed on the touchscreen. And it looks so much better on my TV, so I feel like I'm wasting playing that game on a console. Because I never saw the TV version. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Scribblenauts, I mean, the game was born on on the DS. And uh, from what you're... The way you're talking about it, I, I mean... If you're not even looking at your TV and the TV is displaying all this really good graphics, it's kind of a waste. I mean, you still see the game on the bottom screen, um, like the the tech stuff overlays the graphics. Yeah, but it doesn't look as good. Like you can see a genuine difference between my television and the screen as far as brightness and color palette. And like when I look up at the screen, I'm like, oh wow, that looks really awesome. And then I look back down at the touchscreen, I'm like, oh, here's this. But it sounds like you're not enjoying looking up. It's like you, it's like, oh, can I look up my TV now? Yeah, I just I kind of have to look up and just get a glimpse, and then I got to look right back down, and I don't like that. Mm. So you know, I, uh, Dave's doing the DS for the 3DS version, so maybe that's better because you can kind of get both screens in the same view. Yeah. So maybe that's a little better way to play that game. Uh, I'm not sure that it's best on a console unless that console doesn't have you staring at the bottom screen to type in the words. Which I understand that makes it easier to type them in because you can just use the stylus and, you know, tap them in much faster than having to scroll through a a virtual keyboard, but still. I don't know. Um, That's it. I do have a copy of Armored Core Verdict Day sitting here. I have yet to even put it in my machine. I'm I'm kind of scared of it because I now remember the last one. I know we talked about it last week, but I don't remember reviewing the last one. And then when I saw this one, I got that information flooded back into my head. It was the one where you had to, it kind of like Chrome Hounds, you had to get a crew online uh, to really enjoy most of the game. And I have heard that this one allows you to use AI for that to kind of supplement it if there's not a lot of people playing online, which there wasn't in the last one. So it'll be interesting. It's not what it used to be. It's become more of a persistent online bounty hunting game as opposed to a mech building game. So 
It's kind of weird. Huh. Mm, that's too bad. I mean, the mech building is still in there, but it's not nearly as front and center as it used to be. So mm. I will po- I will probably be playing that this week. Um, I don't know if there's... Oh, oh, I will be playing something else this week. I will be playing... <laughs> I will be playing David Cage's new game. Is it full of emotion? It's emotion. Oh. And Ellen Page. So, I don't know. I, I think the game looks pretty good. Graphically, yeah, it looks good. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, easy to make a game look good when there's not ah, interaction. Ah, ah. <laughs> Just saying. You uh, you can download. You gonna download the uh, the app for it? Play it on your phone. That is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. That that just goes to tell me that that that's not like a real game. <laughs> if I can control a PS3 game with my phone, yeah. For reals. Uh, but anyway, here's what's coming out this week. New releases. Uh, the B-Ball NBA 2K14 is out uh, for PS3, 360, and PC. Uh, Black Gold Online, Texas T. I added that last part. It's <laughs> <laughs> out for PC. Uh, another one of those indie darling... PS3, PSN downloadable games is coming out this week. To, it's called Rain. Um, we have a review that's going live as soon as the embargo lifts for that game. So be sure to check the site when the embargo lifts. I believe it's Tuesday morning. Uh, I did not play it, so don't ask me. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Etrian Odyssey Untold the Millennium Girl is out this week. We have a review of that. You just heard Jason talk about it. So that's out this week for the 3DS. Uh, Rune Factory 4 is also out for 3DS. Uh, Echoes of Eternia for PC. Uh, World of Tanks Xbox 360 Edition is finally out of beta, I believe, this week. Uh, Agarest The Generations of War is up for PC. I don't know what this is. It's called Mistborn Birthright. It's coming out for PC, 360, PS3, and Mac. Hmm. Wait, that's not even this week. (laughs) I'm looking at a list of this week's releases, and the bottom of this list is showing stuff for quarter three. It's not like official dates. Well, there you go. Oh, there's another thing I may be playing this week. uh, I've heard we may get codes for Girl Fight. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> which was last week's Xbox Live yeah. Arcade game. Which just looks awful. Yep. Just play Dead or Alive. According to this, um, this other list I'm looking at, Ares Extinction Agenda is out for XBLA this week, which is really cool if you haven't played it. I suggest checking that out. It's sort of a Mega Man esque side scrolling game with a robot dude. Hmm. So it's it's already out on PC. It's been out on PC for a long time, uh, but it's hitting XBLA this week, as well as supposedly Painkiller again. That game has been coming to Xbox 360 in North America for like the last six months, and every week that it's supposed to come out, it gets delayed again. Is it? Does Does anyone really care though? I don't think they do because the PC version I reviewed like back in February, hmm. and it was just okay. <clears throat> Right. So it's it's huh. one of those Doom first person shooters. Yeah. 
So, uh, I don't, uh, Rain is the PSN game. Uh, I don't think there's any other download, downloadable games. Uh, no, it's just Rain. So, uh, as far as news goes, we'll hold, we'll hold the biggie for last. What's the biggie? The Steam stuff. Oh, I don't want to revisit that. Uh, my favorite story of the week was when somebody thought it was funny to create a rumor on the internet that Dead Rising 3 was coming to Xbox 360 and it was debunked 30 seconds later. Who started the rumor? It was some no-name site. Mm. And I tried to tell people not to believe it and they didn't believe me. And then finally Major Nelson tweeted and said, Hey, that's, that's a lie. So just a no-name site trying to get their... their uh cred. Well, yeah, the the entire article was something like, Dead Rising 3 is coming to Xbox 360, the controller's not that great, and the lag is bad on the dashboard. What? So, it was just, yeah. I was like, see, there's just too many negatives in this that people have already said are good for me to believe your your article. Well, I would have thought that if it was coming to 360, they would have announced it when they announced it on the Xbox One. You would think, but at the same time, would they hold that back? Because that's kind of the system seller. No. Microsoft revealed the Xbox Fitness for Xbox One, of which I can tell you nobody on this podcast cares. If you've seen a picture of me, you know I really don't care. I don't want to be fit, and I don't want to get fit. The thing is, um, <laughs> if if I was getting a Xbox One this year, I would actually be interested. Um, I I do plan on actually picking up a uh, a a Wii a Wii U Fit um, game this year. Have fun with that. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I don't. I don't know if you saw that direct or not, but uh, mm. I watched it about the Wii Fit U, and uh, I, I actually uh, think it'd be pretty cool. I should tell you that I didn't watch it because there was a direct focused on Wii Fit U, or isn't it Wii? Is it Wii Fit U? Because that's that's funny. Wii I Fit. That... Wouldn't it be Wii U Fit? Right. I, I'm not. I'm not for sure. Because otherwise, it sounds Wii dirty. Fit. It's like, hey, Wii Fit U. Like oh. a glove. <laughs> like a glove, baby. Yeah. Oh, what else is going on? Uh, Killzone Shadowfall is getting a season pass. Uh, so is Batman Arkham Origins. Uh, it's got a lot of skins in it, but the biggest thing about that season pass is that they've confirmed a single-player DLC campaign. Hmm. Oh, my God. Uh... Last of Us DLC was announced arriving October 15th. And the single player expansion is planned for December to January. So maybe that comes out before people stop caring about that game. Maybe. Oh, what else is going on? Do you have the, uh, uh, what's going to be on PlayStation Plus for October? I saw it. I can't. Uh, I don't know if I have it here, but I know uh, Shadow of the Colossus is one. Oh, I got it. Hold on. Okay. October's PlayStation Plus. Uh, let's let's first take into account that Xbox Live's Games with Gold is uh, was it uh, Heroes of Might and Magic something? It's the it's the Cappy Games one. It's like the XBLA game. 
That's what? up. That's up right now. So that is Xbox Game with Gold for the first half. It's good to see that it's you know continuing its streak of shitty games. PlayStation Plus in the month of October, you are getting Kingdoms of Amalur: The Reckoning. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus HD, Poker Night at the Inventory 2, Hotline Miami, and Cinemora for the Vita. That's awesome. Yeah, that's a lot of awesome games. To be yeah. fair, though, three of them are downloadable titles. Still. <clears throat> I'm not complaining. Know, I, 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 I missed Eco, so I'm gonna, and I like Shadow of the Colossus, so that one's going to be one. I, I hear you guys talk about Hotline Miami and how... Pretty good that is. Oh, that's, that's another one. That's a pretty good game. Yeah. And then uh, what uh, was um, what was the other one? Cinemora. Not that one. Uh, uh, Kingdoms of Amalur. That yeah, Kingdoms of Amalur. I can that's a great that and, game. Yeah. Yeah. I need to so. pick that up sometime. Uh, don't you have PlayStation Plus? Um, actually, no. Well, why don't you go get a PlayStation Plus subscription and save yourself a lot of money? Yeah. The uh, th- thing is, unfortunately, I don't even really have any hard disk space. I need to just I need clean a off your hard drive. Yeah. Man. Or just go buy yourself a, a nice size hard drive for cheap because they're not expensive. Yeah, you can get like a or, 250 gig <clears throat> or nothing. Well, can't you use an external hard drive too? Yeah, but you can't play off of it. Yeah, I'd rather do the internal. Yeah, the internal one only takes like 10 minutes. Yeah. It's <clears throat> real easy. Yeah. Uh, the um, Mortal Kombat Legacy Season 2. The whole thing is up already. What? Sweet. So you can watch the whole thing right now. I need to watch the uh, first one. First one's great. Yeah, the first one's really good. I, um, I got it on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. all the whole season is already up. They put up the first episode, and the next thing you know, the whole thing's up. So, wow. Yeah, it's pretty awesome, right? Yeah. Uh, Xbox One allows picture-in-picture video commentary using Connect on your uploaded videos. Interesting. So that's pretty cool. That is really awesome. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, Rod Ferguson, the guy who used to work at Epic Games on Gears of War and then moved to 2K Games uh, to finish off Bioshock Infinite, has now earned his own studio. So, no idea what it'll Ferguson be. Rod Ferguson Studios? It might be. Rod Ferguson 2K? Because <laughs> it's within 2K. So. Oh. <laughs> Neat. Uh... Mighty number nine it just popped over three point one million, I think. Or two point nine million maybe is what it is. Whatever it is, it's like still two hundred thousand away from being on Xbox One and PS4. Uh with just a couple days left. Uh. So we need to get out there and kickstart that bad boy to get Xbox One and PS4 versions because when that game comes out, my PS3 and my three sixty may be retired. So I need it to be on Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, um, the thing is, I heard that uh, when it comes to a lot of Kickstarters, the first couple days and the last couple days are the uh, the main days of growth. I definitely want that on Xbox One and PS4. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, Nintendo continues to try to get people excited for Wii U games by announcing Toon Link is coming to Smash Brothers. What? Yeah, the Link from Wind Waker. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. I just don't care about Smash Brothers anymore. Yeah, Smash Brothers is cool. Smash Brothers is one of those games that I get excited for when it's like, 
a month or so before launch, and then when it comes out, I play the crap out of it for, for probably about a, two weeks, and then get burned out on it, usually, and then not really pick it back up. Uh, the, the the name of that game that's free on Games for Gold is uh, Might and Magic Clash of Heroes. That's the game. Yay. Uh, Shantae, Half Game, Half Genie Hero has met its goal on Kickstarter. Sweet. Um, not that you need any more reasons to buy Grand Theft Auto, but there's a ghost in the game that you can find. <laughs> a ghost? Is, it's kind of like the Bigfoot thing. I guess Bigfoot's in it too, but most people haven't found him yet. <clears throat> Just, Do you get like a special prize if you find these things? I don't know. Did you do the Did you do the Bigfoot mission in Red Dead? No. That is one of the greatest things ever. It's in Undead Nightmare, I think. Oh, is it? Okay. And it's it is absolutely mm. wonderful. Hmm. Yeah, no, I haven't done that yet. Uh, South Park: Stick of Truth got an official date and a collector's edition. Wow. Uh, December tenth, twenty thirteen, which is that special December time frame where games will come out and kind of be shocking of how good they were. Last year we had Far Cry. December is the new January, because you remember January used to be that month where you'd throw something out and it just got all kinds of praise because there was nothing else out. Now December is that month, Mm. because people have learned about the January thing. Uh, Legacy of Kane fans, there's a new game coming out. But... Sweet. But... Uh-oh. It's a free-to-play competitive multiplayer game set in the Legacy of Kane universe and is called Nazgoth. Boo. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what fans of that series want. Of course. Uh, and next week's Xbox Live and PSN game has been announced. It might be the most anticipated downloadable game of 2013. Orc Attack. Flatulent Re- Rebellion. <laughs> Flatulent rebellion. I, uh, I put a I put a trailer up on the site for it. It is literally just burps and farts. Oh, goody! Uh, and finally, the last thing I'm going to mention while I'm on here is GameStop has a listing for Uncharted for the PS4. Ah, that. <laughs> I mean, you can't really go by that. No, you can't. Um, and also, I would highly doubt that it would be done by Naughty Dog. Even if it does happen. No. I mean, it could happen, but it, it probably won't. Naughty Dog does not usually do beyond three games in their series unless they do a spinoff like they did with Crash Team Racing and Jack X Racing. No. Uh, they usually do one, two, three, and done. Uh, we don't know what's going on with The Last of Us, if it's going to be a trilogy or just a one-off Last of Generation kind of deal. So... But my guess is Naughty Dog is working on something new and not Uncharted. Unless Sony's, you know, forcing them to do it. I don't know. Uh, so, last uh, thing we skipped over was Steambox. Steambox. S- skipped over it for a reason. Steambox. Yeah, SteamOS. Steambox. Yes. And it should Steam-os. be it should be uh, advertised by John Stamos. No, it shouldn't. So, Val Steamos by Stamos. God. Oh, that sounds like a cologne. It does. Steamos yeah. by Stamos. Yeah. So, Steam has announced uh, three announcements this week. 
Uh, the first being the Steam OS, which is a Linux-based gaming OS uh, that will run dual bootable on PCs. And, of course, their second announcement, the Steam Machines, uh, which are a range of uh, PCs that can stream as well as some play the Linux games. Uh, it is worth noting that the Linux-based games that run on Steam OS do not equate to every game on Steam. Huh. It's only a couple hundred games. So, <laughs> there's that to note. Yeah, that's interesting. John didn't mention that on Friday. Yes, uh, if you run games on Steam OS, it only runs Linux-based games, which Steam only has a couple hundred of. Uh, that does not mean that future games will not throw in Linux support. From what I hear, Linux support is not exactly the most complicated thing to add to a game. Right. Um, but whether or not developers go back to create these games is a different story. And of course, going forward, I'm sure that games will be created with that that OS in mind, but also you have to take into account that it's not like they're going to abandon Windows. Uh, yeah, that would be stupid if they abandoned Windows. Um... Of course, the Steam machines were announced. They will be both machines that can play the games on their own and, of course, machines that can stream. Now, the streaming solution has not been detailed yet, so nobody really knows how it works. Oh. So we'll have to see. But if they're going to force me to play it on that Steam controller, I don't care. Right. Oh, Oh my God. Worst design for a controller ever. So, you know, I am all about I don't want to judge something entirely until I put it in my hands. Yeah. But... Yep. I'm the same way. But I just don't see myself playing... It, it, and, you know, I, I give a shout-out to our, our past colleague and good friend, Mike Mike Footer, um, as he was trying to figure out who this thing is aimed at. Yeah. Because casuals are not going to buy... Because I'm going to tell you right now, this thing's going to be expensive. Um, who is going to buy a PC streaming solution that costs more than an Xbox One or a PS4 to put in their living room that has to stream games from a machine that they already own? And who's going to pay the high end for a, ste- a Steam box when they could just go out and buy a high end gaming machine? So, given that, though, don't you think they'd be a little cheaper, knowing that they have those options already? No, because the thing is, is that they're also creating the high-end machines. I'm thinking the low-end streaming machine is still going to run four or $500. Seriously? You're yeah. gonna th- you think it's that much? If they can get it out at 99 bucks, that's the only way it would ever take off, but I don't see that happening, because even the low-end box, I'm pretty sure, plays those Linux games. I, I just don't know that it plays them super well. I, I but could, you can get a, a good PC for that if you're thinking about four hundred, five hundred dollars, uh, decent enough to play these games on Steam anyway. Let alone buy a box. No, I Why totally you... agree, and that's that's where this divide comes in. Is it feels like this is being marketed to people who already own you know fifteen hundred, two thousand dollar plus machines, but why? So you can stream it into your television. You could uh, just hook up your PC to your television. This is true, and a lot of people do that. So that's, again, another question as to who is this for? So is it basically like you're going to pay like four, like 400 bucks just so that you don't have to lift something that weighs maybe 12 pounds into another room and hook up a couple wires? I mean, that's, that's essentially the thing. And I can understand a streaming solution for people who have like an office and then they don't want their PC their office PC attached to the television in the living room. 
And if you could just put this tiny box in there um, to stream the games to it, fine and dandy, that's cool, as long as you get it out for a cheap price. Yeah, a cheap price, that's the key thing. But if, I mean, if, if, if what you're saying is going to hold up and be true, then what the hell? And that's the I, thing is, I don't know. I, I think that it can, it, it could take off if, if uh, maybe it was one ninety nine. I could see one ninety nine. Because I mean that that would be the the lower tier tiered um, solution under the Wii U. But my question is is what does that two what does that one ninety nine machine play that you don't stream from your already paid for PC? Right. The fact is, it's going to do the same thing, but probably less because it's only going to be Linux, right? Yeah, it's only Linux. So it's going to do less than what your machine already has, if you already have a machine, obviously, if you already have a PC. But, I mean, I guess if you don't and you're not really in the market for, like, a, a kind of higher end, then I can see a 199 Linux only. At least it'll give you options to play some games. But And then you have, I mean, what we need to look at, too, is if it's going to force you to use that speaker of a controller. Yeah, that controller is pretty terrible. Yeah, that controller is like it's like a, a nightmare, um, like something that I, w- I would like think of when I would dream about being in video game hell. Um, Did you see the uh, the picture Eurogamer had it with it? Which John one? had it on the show. It was a uh, John Cusack. Oh, I've you know seen, what, in, I've in seen the Cusack one, but I've also yeah. seen the shocked Darth Vader one. I haven't seen that one. It's just the controller inside the Vader helmet. It says derp. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Nice. I, I just don't get the design. The two speaker like. They're they're I, calling them like track pads, which I think is hilarious because track pads are so bad. Um, yeah, they are. But they're they're kind of trying to cater it to RTS games as well as FPS games, and I don't think there's a controller outside of a mouse and keyboard that can ever do that. Right. Uh, FPS games are fine on a controller. In fact, I think they're better now on a controller than they ever have been. But RTS games, man, it's just—it's not a controller game. And you want to talk about the worst button pr- placement ever? Right. Well, all four of the buttons are in the center, wrapped around a touchscreen. <sighs> horrible design. Absolutely horrible design. Uh, thing is... What they should have done was they should have had an analog stick being on the left. And if they really wanted one of these touchpads, just leave one of them on the right. So you could have you could still you could still have the analog control for the movement of your character and then you could use the uh the touchpad to do the physical looking. But at the same time, I mean it I mean, I, I read a couple of the of like early initial reactions, and uh, like one of them was like, I, I actually was playing a uh, FPS better than I ever did on a, any other controller, and I, I don't know it. I mean, it, it may be you know until you know one of us can get a hands on it. I mean, it's it, easy to sit here and judge it by looks because God, it's just awful. But I mean, it could be the best controller ever. You know? Yeah. The, the, yeah, the controller definitely doesn't have have any looks to it. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe those trackpads are like new new age space age trackpads or something that that are like ultra ultra sensitive and responsive. But I don't know, man. I, 
My favorite control of all time, I think, is still the the GameCube. You're weird. Yeah, I was just. <laughs> It anyway, so nice. I'm going to kind of uh, stream into the Twitter because we're still talking about SteamOS. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, uh, will we see great support for Linux with SteamOS or will it be reduced to Vita TV to stream your games to your television? Uh, I think there's going to be quite a bit of support, support for this just because it's Valve. Yeah. If it was anybody else, no, probably not. But the fact that it's Valve, yeah, it's going to get some support. The question is, what kind of support, though? Are we going to get half-ass ports, or are you going to actually get well-designed games? Probably both. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I think the initial release of it, there'll be probably a few dozen people that really back it up at first. But then it's like, okay... Let's see how well it sells before we make any long-term plans. So here, here, here's a question. I mean, you, you uh, Steam can you, you allows you to use uh, you know Xbox wire controllers now. But the Steam box, can you use that? Yeah, wire you can controller? still use the Xbox controller or a mouse and keyboard. Okay, well then, so you don't have to use this controller. So I mean, I guess that's a benefit. Yeah, at least it has options. Uh, he also says, how will opening the Chinese market affect next-gen? Uh, the U.S. government is warning agents Huawei because it connection to the Chinese government. I don't really know what he's talking about. The, they lifted a ban in China to allow video games. Well, no, 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 I know that, but I don't know his U.S. government is warning agents Huawei because it, that's the connection to the Chinese government? I don't know who who I who I Wei is. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm probably I, butchering that pronunciation, but yeah, I heard about the ban being lifted. I find it ironic that all of our electronics are made over there, but at the same time, they had a ban on video games. Uh, he says, "Will this affect Xbox One in China after MS gave the NSA a backdoor? Will in, will international companies lose trust in MS services?" Give it a back door because of Connect. Seriously? I don't know. I don't like that statement at all. This stuff is just so out of my range of knowledge of this crap because mostly it doesn't... I don't know. If, if you think that it's going to give you a back... No, it's... Oh, my God. People are just blowing this Connect thing way out of proportion. It's not giving anyone a back door. <laughs> uh, he says, Mantle or Steam OS, which will affect PC games the most in the future? I've never heard of Mantle. What is Mantle? Am I just I, dumb uh, and that's something I don't recollect? Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, really. anyway, I don't think anything's going to affect PC games more than Steam and Valve. Steam and Valve may may as well be the PC console maker at this point, is what it feels like. Yeah. Uh, even though they don't make hardware until now, it always felt like they were the Microsoft or Sony of PC gaming. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also says Nvidia Shield, SteamOS, and Vita TV will allow you to stream your games to your TV. Will MS have a one TV or update this 360? Um, what? I, this is. I'm, I'm assuming he's asking if Microsoft will have a streaming solution, so you can stream games to your television from your Xbox One. Uh, Why? Yeah. To which I reply, this. Uh, hook it up to the TV? Right. I mean, 
Right. I, I, the way I looked at the Sony thing, the little box, is to stream Vita games, a portable system. Microsoft doesn't have a portable system. Well, no, the Vita TV will also stream PS4 to other televisions. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I guess... <laughs> okay. My guess is that if it takes off, Microsoft may look into it, but if it doesn't, then no, probably not. I, I don't think it's going to take off. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I've still yet to see remote play gaming and streaming gaming working great to the point where I would use it a lot. Well, the fact is, I mean, okay, uh, so the way you're telling me is this beat of box, whatever the fuck it's called, I can be up in my room with PS4 and then be, and I can stream PS4 games down to my television downstairs? Yeah, if you've got the Vita TV. Yeah, do you know how much lag that's going to be? Well, I don't know. That's the question. It, it uh, There's going to be lag, and it's not going to be worth anything. And why the fuck would you do that? So you don't have to drag the machine down there? And play a laggy game? No thanks. Well, I'm just saying, if it works. In, in theory, if it works. Ugh, it won't work. Um, which is better, October North American PlayStation Plus or Europe PlayStation Plus? What's Europe? I know they had Dragon's Dogma, A Dark Arisen, Street Fighter Cross Tekken. I don't remember the other ones. No. Well, I mean, if if you knew what they were, then I could make that assumption. But um, I mean, Dragon's Dogma, Dark is... Arisen, and Street Fighter Cross Tekken are pretty awesome games. Especially yeah, but... considering Dark Arisen's like brand new. Yeah. So... I don't know. It seems to me that every month. Europe gets the better games. But says, not to say that we don't have good ones. This No, this we one. have great games. Uh, he says, will Dragon's Dogma Darkerism be free in North America? I'm like, eh, maybe. We seem to get the really, really good stuff a couple months after Europe does it. So, yeah. he says, why not get both? And I say, because I don't have a European account. Yeah. Uh, he says, seeing how you describe the indie stream games without seeing them is worrisome. Are indie games becoming stale? I don't think. I don't think so. No, indie games aren't becoming stale, but there's a certain breed of smugness when it comes to indie games that I don't like. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think that because of PS4 and Xbox One's. Uh, basically, uh, mission about indie games, um, about how they want them to be more prevalent. I think, I think they will. I think, I think just by default, uh, by basically highlighting, hey, we got a bunch of downloadable, you know, indie games. We're excited about them, you know, from the start, get go, right before even the system comes out. I think, I think it's kind of setting a, a standard because if you really think about it, you know, we got the we got the A tier games, you know, um, you know, our Call of Duties, our you know, GTA's, um, Gears of Wars, Halos, stuff like that. But it's like all the like the B tier companies have kind of fallen by the wayside, especially in in Japan. I mean, companies are buying other companies just to stay afloat. And uh I think the indie scene is gonna be the next B tier B tier games. I think, I think there's going to be a lot of indie games coming out in the next few years, uh, due to the, uh, you know, the, the technology and the, and the tech savviness of a lot of creators out there. I think they're going to, there's going to be a lot of really 
not just conceptually impressive, but technically impressive indie games that come out that do things that we have not even seen before in the next couple years. Uh, here's here was my take on this, and I tweeted this, and I stand behind it a hundred percent. I the thing that upsets me most about indies and the smugness that comes along with them is. For example, a lot of people are saying PlayStation 4 is the machine to own because it supports indies. And to which I reply, no indie game outside of maybe a Minecraft is going to sell a console. Flower is not going to sell a console. Rain is not going to sell a console. Shadow Complex is not going to... That's not an indie game, but... You get my drift. Right. Below, no one's going to go out and buy a system saying, ooh, flowers on it. That's why I'm going to buy this fucking console. No one has ever said that. No one ever will say it. No, I, and I totally respect Sony for getting the hardcore indie stuff, but they're focusing a lot on the indie stuff. And I understand that that's what the hip in-game crowd wants, and that's fine. There's but nothing th- wrong with that. But the thing is, you know, Sony has little marketing as it is. But when they market, they market their big stuff. If they're going to bank on pushing out indie, then market that. I mean, I don't know about half these games outside of E3. I don't know anything about indie games because they don't market it. It gets pushed around by word of mouth. Yeah, Sony's always been really horrible about marketing. Uh, I so don't see that changing. No, and it won't. So, I mean, I won't know about these indie games until, like, you know, you guys talk about it. Or if I see it on social networking, which is fine. It gets the message out. But, you know, and I know that social media and, you know, all that shit's big. But nothing still beats television. You know? Nothing Nothing is more... You want to talk about good marketing. Take a look at the fact that Microsoft has marketed during WWE events, during NFL football games. All right. That is where the core audience of people who buy consoles spend their time. Yep. Uh, as much as we don't like that, you know, I don't like the wrestling crowd any more than I like the smug indie bastards. You know, that's just two things that I don't, I don't get into. But that's where the money is. Yeah. That's where the marketing is. And if you want to push these awesome games, and there are some freaking awesome games, you know, Odd World, New and Tasty, uh, Rogue Legacy, um, um, uh, the guys that did Bastion. What's their new game? Transistor. Transistor. I mean, those games look incredible. They're going to be really good. Push that stuff out into the mainstream. Promote yeah. the crap out of it. Say, right. hey, look, there's going to be these ten games day one on PS4. That's pretty awesome. But then that wouldn't make them indie. Indie only gets through by word of mouth. Yeah, well, that's another thing I don't like about this is, you know... My issue with indie games is that there's some great games out there, but there's also a lot of crap. Yeah. And everybody's trying to do the same thing. If I see another 16-bit side-scrolling platforming rogue game, I'm going to punch myself in the dick. Well, I mean, you got to think, those are the cheapest games to make. I mean, these guys don't have a lot of, you know, budget to make something super immaculate. Now, some might have close to a budget. I mean, we've seen some pretty good stuff, and they, you know, working on little money, but... My my point to that is, okay, one of the things I really don't like is how everybody says, oh, look, another military first-person shooter. There are more 16-bit side-scrolling indie games than there are military shooters released in 2013. Yeah, I can see that. So don't tell me that there's a market saturation when you're not willing to admit that there's a market saturation of your crap, too. 
Right. So, that's just my opinion. There's a lot of indie games I love, dude. Like, Bastion, one of my favorite games the year that it came out. Freaking amazing game. Uh, Absolutely yeah. love that game. You know? And I'm sure Transistor's going to be really good when it comes out. I'm sure Rogue Legacy is really good. I've heard nothing but good things about that game. And I'm going to buy that on PS4 when it comes out. Heck yeah. You know? But not every indie game is gold. So, well, and I, you know, and the ones that, the sleepers. I mean, there's a lot of indie sleepers because they don't get pushed. No one talks about them. No one's taking a chance. No one's played them, so they can't get word of mouth. And some, you know, you'll be missing out on some good stuff. I mean, indie is it's a it's a it's a fickle little little bean, you know. Well, not only that, but a lot of the stuff people are talking about lately is totally not up my alley because I don't consider it a game. I hear people describe things like um, there's a game called Papers Please. A lot of people are talking about that game. And the only thing they can tell me about that game is that it's stressful, depressing, and not very fun. But they love it. Because what you do is you stand at a desk all day and you choose whether or not to let people through like a a customs thing. And it affects so, it affects your life. And like you might not be able to feed your family. Why that? See, now I question stuff like that. You try to escape that shit. This sounds like it's actual, like, you know, someone actually has to do that in their real life. Yeah, Why and that's the fuck that... would you want to play that? Video games are supposed to be an escape, not a continuation of your shitty life. And that's, you know, and that's why, that's the kind of stuff that I don't dig. Like, and and yeah. why, how are people saying that this game isn't fun, but they love playing it? That's the part that I don't get, because to me, and that's my problem with a lot of this stuff, is everybody's like, oh, well... It's it's tugging at a different emotion, so I feel like this is a new experience I've never had. I'm like, yeah, this because I never wanted to have it. Right. If I wanted I mean, to have that experience, I would have went and got that job. You know, there's people out there that have this experience, and they don't want that fucking documented in the game. It may not be about them, sure, but they have that shitty job where they just <laughs> that doesn't make sense to me. It's it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the the people the hoity toity crowd. That uh that that love these independent movies that are like all about the worst in humanity and there's no there's no good in the whole world and everything is terrible, but then they're like oh best movie ever. Well, you know it's it goes back to the South Park episode because South Park has satired everything on the planet. Is the people who bought hybrid cars love the smell of their own farts. Mm. <laughs> But anyway, I want to move on to the next tweet because we got quite a few here. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says a, another indie question: With the success of Minecraft, will indies move from 16-bit 2D Sega era to 32-bit blocky 3D PlayStation era like Minecraft? I, I don't know. I, I assume once that well is dry of 2D 16-bit sprites, we'll start seeing more of the 3D polygonal ugly games. I hope not. Ugh. PlayStation One did not age well. No, that not system, at all. That system looks like crap when you go back and play it now. Like it's not charming and colorful like the NES or Super NES games. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just terrible. Bad. It's just bad. Like N sixty four, PlayStation, and the Saturn three D games are just oh, they're hard to play. Yeah, sometimes nostalgia can only take you so far. Yeah, that's why we're HDifying most of our PS one. And PS2 games is because we don't want to remember what they look like. Yeah, <laughs> we want to play them the way we remembered them looking like, not the way they actually looked. Uh, I don't follow this next tweet and what the two 
statements have to do, but he says PS1 turns 18 in Europe today. Okay? Uh, and then the next part of that is, will the UK censor sex from online games, like in GTA Online, as they did with censoring the internet? Which I don't know what that has to do with the PS1, but whatever. Well, I think he was just saying, it's just a little fun fact that it's 18, 18 years old. <laughs> I was there when it launched. I bought it at launch. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. Makes me feel old. Um... I don't know, because I, I know what he's talking about, because the UK put that censor, that ban on pornography uh, on the well, internet. What? So, yeah, you didn't read about that? No. They're trying to ban pornography on the internet in the UK. Why? Well, I, I don't know. Seriously, have you seen their their TV commercials? It's not porn, it's not porn though. It's, it's, not, it's not porn, but it's like... Borderline softcore. It's it's just like over here in America. It's okay to show people maimed and dismembered and disfigured, you know, from violence. But don't don't say the f word. Don't show a booby. Yeah. You know, that's that's the world. Uh, as far as censoring online games, I have no idea. But I didn't think there would be sex in GTA Online. <laughs> so my guess is no. That there's not going to be any. Pornography level sex in video games to be censored. Yeah, uh, probably not, probably not for another decade anyway. Uh, two more from him. The first one says, "Do you think the PlayStation 180 will end the streak of PS4 good news? Uh, what bad news do you expect before November?" Um, I'm going to tell you this right now. PlayStation 4 is going to start disappointing the the couple weeks leading up to the launch because just like Microsoft. These services are not going to be ready for November 15th and November 22nd. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can I can see a lot. Oh, my God. The, the amount, I tell you, the amount of bitching that's going to be in the last half of November on Twitter and Facebook and NeoGAF is going to be of epic proportions. But it shouldn't be. These people should already know better that all these services won't be available at launch. Yeah, well, the, the thing is is that nobody's come out and clarified that, and that's what is going to happen down the stretch. Because Sony and Microsoft are going to try to fit these things in at the last minute. They're not going to be ready. They're going to say, like, a week before the system comes out, hey, when you connect to the Internet, this isn't going to work, and that isn't going to work, and this isn't going to work. And Yeah, I I can see that. And that's yeah. that's the way it's going to be. And the thing is, is we're going to get these systems bare bones, and it's going to be at least a good 12 months before everything that was promised out of the box is going to be even viable for both machines. I can see that. Uh, his last tweet says, Can we still call Valve an indie after monopolizing the PC digital game market, releasing their own S and own Steam machines? No, I haven't called Valve an indie for a long time. Yeah, that was... I don't know. I was thinking that in my head. Well, I didn't know it was called Indie. For yeah, wow. Well, well, like you said, a long time. Uh, next tweet comes from Fixer. He says, "Cannot wait for tonight." And he attached a picture of a White Walker wearing a hat and sunglasses. It says Walker White. <laughs> so Sweet. everybody, shut up. I I I just started the last half of the season last night. I'm three episodes in. Netflix, right? Yeah. Mm, yeah, sure. Are you watching on Netflix? D- sure. <laughs> okay. Don't ask me again. Okay. Because I'll get the same answer? Yeah, you'll get the same answer. 
Okay. <laughs> you know yeah. how I watch my TV shows. I know. I was just because. Uh, never mind. Whatever. So you what you want? But, uh, yeah, tonight's tonight. Yeah, it's, I will not watch it tonight because, like I said, I'm only three episodes and, in. Dude, I, stay away from Twitter tomorrow. I'm sure it's going to be bad on Twitter tomorrow, so I'm going to stay yeah. far away. Yeah. Um. Uh, Mighty Mookie says, "Any thoughts on Alien Rage?" Unfortunately, not. Uh, I believe Drew talked about it last week. You can go back and listen to last week's episode. I believe he could talk. About, maybe he couldn't. Uh, but he is the one who reviewed it. His video and his reviewer on the site. If you want to go see those, uh, he will be back next week to talk about that game. Uh, Christine says, "What are your guys' thoughts on the whole Xbox One and Rise controversy? It's been filling my Twitter my Twitter feed all week with fanboy BS." What's the controversy? Well, the the story that came out about Rise was that they have downgraded the visuals. Um, it was some silly number from like 30,000 polygons down to 15,000 polygons or something like that. Um, and it doesn't run at 1080p. It runs at like 900. And I only have one thing to say about all this. I hate articles about frames per second, polygon count, and and technical limitations. Because if you want to dissect every game that comes out and every game that has come out most of them are going to be varied like the PS3 version is going to run at this frame rate and it's going to run at this whatever you played both of those games and if the internet hadn't told you they were different you would not have noticed right well I mean what what was the reasoning behind it was just to get it to run at a better frame rate okay and my point to all of this is, stop caring about things you wouldn't notice otherwise. This is not what games are about. Yes, there are exceptions. Skyrim is terrible on the PlayStation 3. Bayonetta was terrible on the PlayStation 3. 99.9% of other games that are multiplat are fine. They're the same game on both machines, and unless somebody put them side by side and showed you a shadow that didn't appear in the Xbox 360 version, you would never have known. Um, you know, it's the same thing for anything fanboy-wise. You know, it's just oh, PS4 is more you know, it's, it's uh, more powerful than the Xbox One. PS4, you wouldn't have had to dumb it down. You know that bullshit. That's... It's just people looking just to be stupid, and they they they're showing their stupidity. I. I actually saw a video of some dude saying because of these next gen systems can't be can't be running at 1080p while having 60 frames per second means dun 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 conclusion the the, the next gen systems are marginally better than current gen oh, if God. that you know what whatever continue you know what? to listen to your bull crap and I'll continue to enjoy my video games right and, you know, uh, I had a conversation with John on Friday. It, it, why can't we go back to a time when games were fun to play and it had a good story and not worry so much about the looks? Who fucking cares? If you're enjoying what you're playing and it looks like shit, and whatever, you're having fun playing it. Why can't we go back to that? Uh, well, the same people who care about these 30 frame per second 1080p conversations are the same guys who play the 16-bit indie games. So, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I, a good game is a good game. I don't care if it's running at 30 frames a second or 32. Right. And you know, I, I, I'm i one that doesn't know the difference. You know, when when you guys all get into little specifics, when you guys talk about frame rate and all that for games, 
I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck are they talking about? I don't pay attention to that shit. I don't yeah. feel the need to have to pay attention to that shit. You know, I'll watch a trailer. I'll watch a commercial. Like, oh, this game looks fun. I'm going to buy this. And I'll fucking buy it and have fun. Not worrying about what the hell if it runs in 60 frames per second. What the fuck? I don't need to know this shit. And you wouldn't know it if somebody hadn't told you. And I still wouldn't know it. Because I'm like, what? Because you could sit here and point where a frame drops. I'm like, what? 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 I didn't fucking see it. I won't need. I don't need to know, or uh, know how to see it. I, I don't care. Yeah, I'll see some glitches, but it's, I don't know if it's a frame drop or what. I don't know what the fuck that means. I still don't, and I don't care. You can tell me until you're blue in the face and keel over dead, and I still wouldn't care. <laughs> All that matters to me, and this is the way it should be for everyone, is just have fun fucking playing a game. That's all that matters. Stop your bitching. Just because you have a voice on the internet doesn't mean you need to fucking project it. Who fucking cares? The Xbox One is going to have limitations and so is the PS4. They're both going to have strength and they're going to have awesome games. Play it for yep. that. Fucking case closed, bitches. Yep. They, they I just dropped them. a truth bomb on y'all. You just dropped a truth bomb on the world, Amen. son. Preach it, brother. <laughs> All right, two last tweets. One of them's just a suggestion. If Drew's listening, uh, Mighty Mookie wants a Phoenix Down request of Chili Con Carnage. That's pretty funny. I vaguely remember that game, but I totally think they should do that. That'd be like a one-episode, one-off thing. Was that like a downloadable game? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And finally, Jay, uh, great writer for this. I need to get him on the show. Seriously. Um... He said, here's a fun one for you guys. If you could be rid of one single person from the gaming industry, who would it be? And you got to oh. state why. Fanboys. Do I have to state why? No, a person. Fanboys. One person from the gaming industry. We're talking about the actual industry because fanboys are not in the industry. What? They still play games. Yeah, but they're not in the industry. We're talking about a developer, a publisher, a uh, journalist, a reviewer, somebody like that. Drew. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I love you, Drew. Not that he's listening, but I, I, I don't know. You guys take it. That's that's a good question. Who, who, who would you say zero? Oh man, there's so many people I want gone. <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down to just one. Isn't that what was that guy <clears throat> who wasn't making the game because he got butt hurt by internet? Oh, Phil like, Fish? Yeah. Yeah, he's gone, so we don't have to say him. Yeah, you don't have to worry about him. But then again, he might be back next week. You never know. Oh, that's true. Um, I, I, you know, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to play it boring um, and say David Cage. How did I know that was coming? Well, you know, I, there's so many people, um, that I would totally move out of this industry and a lot of the reasons that I would want them out of this industry is because I'm tired of the negativity I'm tired of agendas I'm tired of people making this platform so that they can find something wrong that has nothing to do with my enjoyment of a video game um, but he just makes not enjoyable video games well if, according if I, to you if I don't. could even call them video games see according to you they he doesn't make video games or enjoyable whatever you want he doesn't make them. enjoyable or video games <laughs> That's your opinion, though. Well, the, the, and this question was a was a question of my opinion. 
And you know what? If I never saw another heavy rain or heard David Cage talk about his emotion, I would be happy. Because I don't think he contributes anything to the industry except for pissing and moaning that his games didn't sell. And the fact that he thinks that straight up shooters or whatever he's, he's nothing but picking on other games when all he wants to do is make an indie movie truthfully that's what he wants to do he wants to make a movie he doesn't want to make a game mm. so you're not missed if you're gone bye bye see you later I hope the emotions don't overtake you fast forward fast forward to Tom when he's listening to the show he uh, hurt his feelings Ken. you know what he if, hurt if, his if, feelings. If, I, if he ever listens to the show and he's he wants to call me out on it fine I will sit here and argue with him for hours about how I don't think pressing X is an emotional thing to me. It never will be. And if you want to, you know, convey emotion in a game, get some better actors. What's wrong with Alan Page? I'm talking about in Heavy Rain. I haven't played Beyond. I'm not judging Beyond until I play it. I will make fun of it, but I will not judge it finally until (laughs) I play it. Now, I have played through Heavy Rain entirely. I, I, I use finger quotes for the word play. Oh, God. But I played through that whole thing. Pressing X to see a terrible, you know, actor try to make me feel an emotion is not an experience that I am enjoying. And you know what? For you to criticize anybody is hilarious. You have no room to criticize anybody. So you know what? I, I ate up all that time with mine. Gave you guys plenty of time to think about it. <laughs> See, I don't uh, know enough about the industry like you guys do. I don't keep up with it. This is how I get my news on this show. So I, I really don't. You know, I don't care. Any anyone who contributes, I think, is good. You know, now, I the the only person I ever had a real beef with was uh, probably in terms of attitude. His attitude just irritating me would probably be Phil Fish. You don't have to worry about him. Well, I mean, he's still part of the still part of the industry. I will say this, just to be nice. Not anymore. He said he quit. Yeah, I know, but I mean, who who, who knows? You, you 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 never know. But if Phil Fish can actually like, I don't know, get over himself and not, you know, flip out and you know, cause uh, dramatics. Uh, well. Not, not not let the internet get the best of him. I I won't I wouldn't mind him. But you know somebody who's just going to explode because the internet you know is being too tough on him. You know it's Jason. That's ninety nine percent of the internet. Yeah, exactly. I see the at inter- least four or five articles every day about how somebody on the internet got offended. Yeah. Do you do you need to unplug? Right. Unfortunately, the internet yeah, is, a, it, is, a, is is the world, and it's the world of anonymity. Exactly. So if you can't just let it roll off your back, you know, you just don't be a part of it, you know. What about who's you, guy, Justin? Who's the guy who made flour? Uh, it's Genova Chen from uh, the Game Factory, I believe. Yeah, I don't have a beef with him, but he doesn't need me making that shit. That's not a game. You want to talk about not a game? That's not a game. I, I've told you that's not a game. That was like, uh, they also did Journey, which I was kind of joking with somebody about the other night. 
Uh, Journey's not a game. It's a push-forward simulator. And that's what I did for three hours, and then I quote-unquote beat it by pushing forward. It was cool. It was really cool to push forward for three hours. (laughs) (laughs) See, I, I, again, I don't know much about the industry, who makes what, but I know what a game is. (laughs) Pushing forward's not really a game. They just press an X for emotion. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, come on, you know I gotta have fun with it sometimes. I know. But, you know, everyone tries to contribute. They try. I don't have problems with, you know, I make fun of it. A lot of people enjoyed Flower and Journey, but he contributed. That's more than what I've done. This is true. And, you know, you got to give him props for that. But, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll piggyback off of Jason's statement. If you're going to let the Internet just, you know, I like the word butthurt. Please butthurt again. If you're going to let the Internet butthurt you over something, then you don't need to be in this industry. So. People, people call me idiot all the time. And you're still in it. I'm still around. In fact, what was it? Uh, somebody somebody made a comment the other day on one of my reviews. It said, you don't deserve my click. And I just replied with, but you gave it to me, so thank you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, I've been called a moron. I've been called an idiot. I've been called many racial slurs and sexual orientation slurs. And We've all been called that. We've all had that experience. So... You know. And some of us take it with in stride. Some of us get upset and lash back. I'm not going to name names. Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs> but it's still the fact that you know we do this for just for you know, the enjoyment of games, and we're not going to let idiots on the internet ruin that experience. Now, yeah. I usually use the idiots on the internet to enhance my experience, uh, and then some of us use it for personal gain. Yeah. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I do. It's, it's so much fun because, in turn, the idiots calling you the idiot. They're the actual morons. Does that make sense? Of course. Okay. Emotion. <laughs> I'm done. This is this was a good show. Yeah. It was, it was fun. So, um, to give our shout-outs at the end, uh, Jason, the Twitter, is uh, at GambusCon. That was totally like a mishmash of insanity. Mm-hmm. My brain is fried and I'm ready to go eat lunch. Yeah, man. Uh, Twitter handles are at GambusCon for Jason. We've got at Killer Wolverine for Justin, uh, and at ZTGD for the site and myself. Um, you can also follow us everywhere else. We're out on the Facebook at ZTGD1. We're on the YouTube uh, at ZTGD and ZTGD Original Programs. You can find us on Raptor. Hey, I opened a Google Plus page. I have no idea why. Uh, mostly, mostly because it attaches to our site and it gives us a better search ranking. Mm. So okay. that's the only reason I did it. Because nobody's following us on Google Plus, because nobody uses Google Plus. So there's that. That's not true. Uh, okay, use it. We got three followers on Google Plus. Sweet. So, Welcome, uh, Google Plus followers. I'm on uh, Google Plus. Um, two of them are us. Oh. So. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Uh, well, welcome. Uh, and of course, uh, we've got two other podcasts, Justin and John, doing an awesome job on the news burst. You can get that on iTunes and on YouTube. Not this yes. week. Not this week. Uh, John is out and Drew is out. Uh, he was going to he was going to co-host, and Justin's not going to sit there by himself. No, no one watched that. Shit, yeah. no one watches it anyway. But that's okay. I don't no know. I, I might watch you just sitting there trying to ramble through the news for a half hour. That'd be. Kind I can of... do like you know, good cop, bad cop kind of thing. Can you do like two lenses too? Can you do like two shots, two cameras? 
Hmm. He's switching it back and forth. One of you's real angry, the other one's like real nice. Maybe. That sounds like a lot of work, though. It does. It, 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 someone else has got to be stepping up to do this co-hosting with me. It's my first time hosting the show, and no one's got to step up. Fuckers. You're not even doing it. Yeah, well, I can't, because no one else is going to... I'm just saying, you're not even doing it, so why do you care? Because I, this is my first chance to host the show. I'm sorry. And no one wants to step up to uh, leave my co-host. Yeah, well, you can blame Jason. Fucking blame all of you. Ugh. Hey, what I've, the fuck? I've been on the show. Yeah, and you, know, you could be on the show again. Yeah, but, well, maybe someday. Yeah, well, someday, and you don't want to be on the show this week. Jason just he, he just won't for some reason. Yeah, he Drew, he's got a baby thing to go to. And what the fuck does that mean? You record on Friday night, right? At, at like five. At five? Yeah, yes. like five p.m. Oh. I was under the impression that it was like 7 or 8 or something. I'm oh. usually doing stuff. No, he records from 5 to 6, I think. Yeah, no later. Okay. It really go longer than an hour. And I understand Ryan, you know, he's you know, he doesn't get off work till 6, but we can even do it after 6. Doesn't have to have a big time frame. Just, just saying. Okay. Fuckers. I gave you a shout out for your show and all you did was complain about it. So, um <laughs> Also Phoenix Down, Phoenix Down is in the midst of Dark Souls right now. Oh, wow. I which, didn't know they were doing Dark Souls. Yeah, they're Souls. doing Dark Souls right now, which is a little nuts. How long is that going to last? I don't know. They, I, they only got one episode so far. so It may not last long if Drew gets that PC bug that deletes his save, then he might just shut it down. Oh. that make me laugh. Yeah. Um, trying to think if there's anything else to shout out. No, I think that's it. So there you go. We managed to fill two hours with three people, and I don't know how. Because we're awesome. We are awesome. You got the original, three of the original four here. And we're going to be back next week as we count down to Armageddon of console launches. That's the other thing that you can't get excited about in the the PC land, is there's never like a new full-on machine. There's like a new something every year, but there's never like a landmark (laughs) six to seven year change. Yeah. Video card coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Get an extra 20% on that frame rate. Yeah. For $600. I'm excited, though. And I'm sure we're going to talk a lot more about it. Uh, Of course, we're talking about doing the Game of the Generation podcast. And, of course, we're going to talk about... We may do a nostalgia episode of Launches of Histories Gone By. Mm, That'll be a fun one. Yeah. So there you go. That's it. So, Mr. Khan, if you are ready, you can get us out of here and we can go eat and watch football. Football! All right, get get some of them uh, buffalo wild wings and uh and watch some football and go something like this. Program. I got lost trying to find my way to the 
secret underground N4C radio layer. The wall Oh, and then I, and then I killed the dragon. Yeah, I killed the dragon.